0: Bucks at T Mobile.
1: Why is everything collapsing at once?
0: What happened?
1: Everything's collapsing at once. You're singing a jingle for a really shitty company, and the dog is. I hate it. Barking.
0: Let me get my water and vinegar spray.
1: Yeah, put that beast in like the kitchen cabinet or something.
0: Shush. You see this? You see this spray? You know what that, that means. means. No bark. Hey. I spray you. Because you bark.
1: What do you spray bark his eyes? No.
0: <coughs> <clears throat> Woo. I did not spray his eyes. I spray his back. Hey. Shush. He's so funny.
1: Well maybe he I likes. I tell him to
0: stop and he's like. He likes. He goes like.
1: Maybe he likes pickles, and so you won't give a shit about vinegar.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: I like vinegar. Right. Smells like my pop's feet. White vinegar? Yeah, it smells like pop's feet.
0: Pop's feet.
1: <laughs> yeah, all vinegar is good. What are you talking about?
0: Oh, malt vinegar is where it's at. Malt. And apple cider.
1: Red. White. I don't know why they call oh, it white. Oh, red
0: wine vinegar?
1: It's clear. It's clear vinegar. I don't know why they call it white.
0: But then there's white wine vinegar, and that's yellow. And then uh, rice vinegar.
1: All types of vinegar. You can cook with it. You can pickle things with it. You can put it on your chips. You can kill bugs with it. You can clean with it and destroy bacteria and mildew.
0: Who discovered vinegar? Who discovered all these things with vinegar? Was It It seems like it was an accident. Like they left, you know, they left something out and it fermented or something and they used the juice to like clean their things.
1: Well, you can ask that question like bread. Bread is so outside of flat breads.
0: Oh, yeah. Bread was an accident for sure.
1: It's like who the fuck figured that out?
0: Because it would rise in the corner. They would. They were making unleavened bread and the discarded dough would sit in the corner. Of, you know, wherever they were cooking and the wild yeast would find it and it would start to bubble and rise. And so they decided like, what's that about? And so then they cooked it and then it got really tall and big and fun and they ate it and they liked it.
1: Yeah. What happened to people? They used to be curious and want to discover things and invent things. Well, we
0: were, we were much more grounded as far as like our connectivity to the world around us. And It seems like now we feel. Feel like we've conquered the world around us, and so now the world is.
1: Yeah, have we? Have we conquered ours the
0: world? instead of like us working with the world?
1: It's crumbling more than it's ever crumbled before.
0: <sighs> I, but hasn't every generation felt that?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I every can, like I don't know. Every ta-
0: handful of generations has felt like the world is falling apart.
1: Talk to someone born in seventeen nineteen, and then we'll know. Yeah. I know that there were problems at all times in the world, but uh, there weren't uh, methods of mass destruction.
0: Hmm. I mean, that was it was like that in the during the Cold War.
1: There wasn't a, a group of people who thought that they were the smartest beings on the face of the planet. Maybe there was. What
0: do you mean? <laughs> I don't yeah. Know.
1: It just means that <laughs> so many people these days think they've got it all figured out and that's why they don't relent on their ideas or opinions. Like I don't even need to hear your opinion because I already know 100 percent that I'm right and that you're a fucking idiot.
0: I just feel like everything's always the same and it feels new to us because it's the first time we're dealing with it in you know, in <clears throat> in our lives. So like I watched a thing where uh you know from twenty twenty two saying no one wants to work these days. And then it showed like three or four articles from the earlier 2000s saying like employers can't find quality workers. Nobody wants to work. And then it was the 90s and then the 80s and then the 30s and then the 20s, like all these articles <laughs> about like nobody wants to work these days. So it just, it's all, it's all the same. No, all I mean, repeat. that's also
1: representative of the fact that everyone thinks their ideas are original. Like I, we're the first group of people to think about these things. People before us didn't think about these things, and it's on us. Well, that's what I'm saying
0: about this about the world today. We think this is the worst group of people. This is the worst time. This is this is. The beginning of the end. It's, it's getting like worse everyone... though
1: because the means of destruction. I, and I'm not just Yes, talking... it is
0: getting worse, but I I don't think it's getting any worse than it ever. Like it's it's gonna get as worse as it ever has before. No, That's it's it. it's and worse. Even not just within this country, but like the Romans, the fucking like
1: it's worse though, because Ottoman
0: Empire. Like it's all
1: you're right that it's it, it you know things stay the same throughout history. People think about the same things, the same problems existed in the past but it gets worse because the means of destruction. And again, I'm not just talking about like nuclear weapons and uh, literal destruction, but the complete destruction of the fabric of society because of the technology. Uh, I don't want to go down the social media rabbit hole again, because we always do, but something like that is a good example. It's like, it's not a direct destruction, but it's leading. So, you know, these dumb ideas and these, these things have ways to cause more, Damage than they used to. So therefore it technically is worse now than it ever was in the past. Even if the problems are the same, meaning the problems that people are are speaking about and and presenting to the world, something like, I don't want to work five days a week. Sure. Okay. It's been like that for quite a while, but now you've got the platform for people to voice that. And there's nothing wrong with that. I wouldn't mind not working five days a week, but they are able to gather a group of people who then say, but anyone who says otherwise will be destroyed. And I will bring my little army and crush that person like an ant because they disagreed with my idea.
0: So what it seems like to me is that things just move more quickly, you know, because all those things could still happen in the past you know, fill in the blank.
1: It was harder to mobilize, as, though. Sure, you got the French Revolution. That's so
0: now it's a lot, it's faster. So things can move a lot more quickly. Now, you can like mobilize people and rally people and like get people angrier and more upset. But I wonder if it's like, because it is so quick, it's like a flash. Oh, my God. Just like all the, the causes that people get behind and then quickly forget about like those like missing girls in Africa, or like even the fucking like the war with Ukraine and Russia. it's like, oh, now it's this, it's that you know th- it's over
1: well that it's one's that one's I'm not over. people still talk about it I know it. it's
0: not over, but no one's talking about it like they were
1: No, that's lost prominence because of uh Israel now, right. But that one's still, I, I, I know what you're saying, but that one still right. remains in the spotlight a bit more. But yes, the girl's kidnapped in Africa. It's the biggest deal in the world for two days. Yeah. And then people, oh, I forgot. I moved on.
0: I mean, even BLM. It's like, it was a big deal. And it's like, mm, okay, we're moving on.
1: Yeah, because it doesn't get you the credit that you need. I don't think you get yeah. I mean, it's it. It's now just understood. People present themselves in an extreme manner, meaning just they just put it out there nonstop. They, uh, It's an avalanche. Uh, people are like, I, I support right. BLM. I'm on board BLM this, BLM that. And then, uh, you know, people, like you said, move on. And if you post something, you're not getting as many likes as you used to. And then you can just right. lean on the fact that, uh, well, I've already established that about myself anyway. <laughs> And then the leaders of uh, any of these movements. I don't want to focus just on BLM, even though it did happen. Oh, of course, even though it did happen with black lives matter where like the people in charge just got rich. They got so Mm. fucking rich and bought themselves mansions. This is, uh, and again, this is not particular to black lives matter. It's
0: yeah. It's a bunch of causes, any
1: kind of cause the people in charge will exploit it.
0: Yeah. Yeah cancer people with like cancer research so many of the, so huge percentages of the donations that go to cancer research go to the 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 uh, infrastructure of the charity and not actual research
1: we got the people at the top who get paid a shitload of money it's the same thing with public yeah. radio uh, new york's a good example public radio i feel like in other cities while it has gained traction in listenership more so than I ever remembered, like when we were younger, nobody like NPR, people like what the fuck? Who <laughs> listens to NPR? But you know, it's found its audience and I feel like it still struggles in other cities. But in New York, the public radio station has so much fucking money rolling in and they're not for profit. So they can't. Do you think they need to spend it? That <laughs> your job's you just gonna st- yeah it seems he's just gonna stink um i don't know all the laws surrounding not-for-profit but it's like oh well, we keep you know you're, you're not operating to make money and you know shareholders and all that shit but the people at the uh right. the top take the money i feel like you have to spend it it's like all right we've got this money and we've got to show that we're reinvesting it and again i know it's not a lot more nuanced than this but there are a bunch of layoffs recently, and I know that station makes a shitload of money. And the people they always lay off are the people who make like $50,000, $60,000, $70,000 a yeah. year. While the people at the top, instead of even taking pay cuts and maybe uh, you can lay less people off, it's like, no, 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 we're very important. We're here for a reason, and I need my $700,000 a year. That maybe you don't need your $700,000 a year. And if you really cared about the cause that you run and the cause you claim that you care about, you'd say, I'll sacrifice too. So take $200,000 away from me and maybe save three jobs. But isn't it interesting that people in those positions rarely do that? They got theirs. They don't give a shit if you get yours. <laughs>
0: I guess it's that they they started making money and they don't want to lose that money.
1: You're not losing it though. This is the thing. And I, 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 maybe I can't speak to it because I'm not in that position. But I like to think if I were in a spot where I'm making ungodly amounts of money and somebody says, "Yeah, we need to lay people off. And especially if it's something I care about, not like a commercial endeavor or a, a public company. It's like, I don't fucking give a shit. I couldn't get behind that. I know there's plenty of people that claim that they do care about their uh, their companies. Um, hopefully none of my bosses listen to this. Look, I care enough. <laughs> I care enough that I'm a professional. There's a contract. Yeah, of course. Where I'm paid to do a job and I'm going to do that job to the best of my ability. I do take that very seriously, but I'm not going to pledge loyalty to, no. to a for-profit operation. But you know, working for something you seemingly... Care about This is a cause that you really strongly believe in and that's why you got involved and you worked your way up and then they're giving you all this fucking money. And then somebody says, well, we need to lay people off like, oh, my God, that could hurt the cause, the cause that I care so much about. Maybe I can help. I'm making ungodly amounts of money. Uh, Take some of it away and I can just make godly amounts of money and uh, <laughs> right and save some jobs but nobody nobody really wants to do it and I do feel as though if I were in that position because again it's not really sacrificing everything it's like all right I'll give up some of the money I'll be fucking fine that I would do it yeah. I think I would do it but maybe you get corrupted when you get to that level maybe things change
0: yeah We'll never have to worry about that because we will never make godly amounts of money.
1: You won't. <laughs> you won't. You will? I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it's in the cards for me. Probably not.
0: Wow. You're so, I've never heard you be so optimistic.
1: I don't know if that's optimistic. <laughs> it's not like I'm chasing it down. Yeah. It's not a motivating factor for me. It but.
0: isn't. It's optimism that you'll make more money. And make make a godly amount of money. That's a lot. I mean, well, that's a lot
1: for you. Looking at the way things have played out so far in my life, I never pursued money. The fact that I've even gotten to this level without trying, and again, I'm not. Everyone thinks I'm rich. I'm not. I'm not. Like, there's so plenty of fucking people making much more money. I mean, me. you're not rich. I'm not rich. What's the standard I'm of rich? Rich. I don't even know what the standard is. Like, I don't know.
0: You make over. You make. Six figs.
1: Yeah, but they're they're kids who come out of college to make more than I do because they.
0: I'm not talking about relativism. I'm talking about you make a lot of money.
1: Well, this argument aside, not trying, <laughs> never thinking about it, and somehow just getting here, I I, I think well maybe it continues, maybe okay. maybe things just keep falling into my lap. I'm the perfect example yeah. of. Not trying that much, and still having things work out—I should be so lucky. Yeah, some people would say it's because I'm a white male. <laughs> they I, I, I mean, maybe I, partly. I do look. I do agree that there are there are certainly elements of that. Um, you know, when I dated the last Christina and. She's Puerto <laughs> so Rican.
0: Christina's in your life.
1: She's Puerto Rican and she was going to NYU and she was spending so much money and the you know I never graduated college. I don't have a degree. And mm-hmm. we were having the discussion about that and I I do think it's an easier path for me to not have a degree than it would have been for her to not have a degree. Sure. And and <clears throat> sure we're in different lines of work and what she was doing required a bit more education, but take that out of the equation and just say we worked in the same field. I do. I do believe that it's an easier path for me than it would have been for her. You Can't really prove that, but I think that exists, especially with women. I
0: think, well, it definitely exists. It's hard to say. Yeah. From instance to instance, how much of, you know, you can't, you can't untangle all of that to say, to pinpoint it down that specifically, but I mean, I, I don't. Know. It's it's good to strive. You know, it's it's good to get the education that you need for a job instead of hoping that you're.
1: <laughs> I didn't.
0: You know, it's, less education will still get you by.
1: <laughs> I didn't <laughs> hope for that. I, I strive. Look, a lot of this stuff is on the job well, training. You hoped
0: that yeah.
1: Anything I've done, it's like I've learned more on the job than.
0: Well, yeah, you're you're a little you're you're in a um, like a nouveau trade.
1: Well, you work in media.
0: Yeah. I mean, a lot of that is experience and like being there and understanding the business as far as like how it operates and how you do things and how to use softwares and things. It's it's not necessarily something that a whole <clears throat> college degree would prepare you for.
1: Yeah, I have no clue. Like Journalists used to need to have degrees because there was a level of credibility that needed to be lended. It's like, I've put in the time. This is a trade, but there's ethics behind this trade and uh, even legal things. And I really need to lock this down and figure out how to do it. And I think that still exists to the extent that it's required, but it's a fucking joke. (laughs) Yeah. It's a joke.
0: I mean, I honestly, I don't know what it's like to hire people. I've never hired anyone. But do people actually look and make sure that people have the degrees that they say they do?
1: I I mean, I think it depends on the job. If I don't even care about the degree when you're hiring someone young, I guess, and they have no prior experience, people use that as uh, a factor in their decision. But to me, I would much rather talk to the person, yeah. Gauge who they are, figure out how they'd fit in to the environment, and not just go on. Oh, you went to an Ivy League school and participated in sixty extracurricular activities. Yeah. you're a real yeah. go-getter. I was like, I don't, <laughs> I don't fucking care about
0: right. That what does that have to do with this job?
1: Well, the, I guess not much. I guess the idea is that you dedicate yourself, like yeah. you, you are willing to put in the work. That surely couldn't have been easy to go to a challenging college and do all those things. So you're motivated and uh, I can expect that from you. But I don't think that those things translate all the time. Right. And it really is. Again, you
0: can't you can't parse out how much of that education, you know, would do you well in this this job uh, versus somebody who didn't go to college but has had some you know experience and like interest in whatever the job is for a long time and then you don't know whether that person just like hung out and has no real ambition versus the person who went to college and was dedicated and all that stuff. So, like, you can't decide. You can't you can't figure out like how much of what is in each person.
1: It's always a risk. I mean, you spend yeah. very little time with people before you hire them. And some people present themselves differently. Most people are going to present themselves somewhat differently during an interview. Obviously, they're going to put the best... Oh, yeah,
0: your best foot forward.
1: Yeah. And you have to be able to uh, see through that and figure out some things. So it is always a risk. But you know, when I'm hiring someone, it's more important that I hire someone who will work within the system that is set up and the way the team operates because my managing style (laughs) is... (laughs) I mean, I know it sounds – I put the emphasis on it because it sounds goofy, but the, yeah, the truth is there – But
0: you do have a style.
1: Well, there are certain people who would take advantage of it because right. I don't micromanage. And some people take that as an opportunity because I'm not always hovering around to slack off and not do their job. And then you know, I experienced that. You have
0: to try and suss that out.
1: I experienced that in the past. And yeah, you need people who like to be left alone but we'll still do a good job. And, you know, my approach also is I don't give a shit that if you work 40 hours a week, the job is the job. And if the job gets done and it's done well, and if there are deadlines, those deadlines are met, then I don't care. I don't care if you work.
0: Why is that? Why is that not the the norm?
1: I, I, I That's a good question. I don't know.
0: I mean, there are some jobs I understand. It's like there's no... There's no project. There's not like an, you know, like if you're working in fast food, I understand like you're making hours. But when it's the type of thing that you're doing, just do the things you got to do and manage your own time the way you need to manage it.
1: And people are better than that. Some people are better that, than that than others. Some people can't manage their own time. Some people yeah. go too far the other side and take on too much and burn themselves out. It's like, why are you taking yeah. on so much? And that's a big thing with younger people. If, if the person's not going to be lazy and complain about having to work in the first place. Uh, the other side is they don't want to say no to things mm-hmm. and they take on too much. It's like you can say no. Well, my,
0: my my friend, uh, she works in education. I think she does like special education stuff, but she's not like necessarily in the classroom. She'll be in a classroom if she needs to be, like if they're low on teachers or something. But she like oversees the department and like goes to different schools in the County to help with their um, special ed. Whatever's so, but she is, you know, working all the time. She's working when she comes home, she's work. she gets up early to work on things that she needs to get done. She works her regular like school hours and then she's, she works into the night on stuff that she needs to get done. And even though it's for, it, it's it's not like it's not like for for a company that's you know you're just working that hard for some CEO to make more money. it is for children and special needs children and then also like lower income kids and stuff like she's she's working on something that is meaningful but still at the same time she's not making she's not okay, take money out of it. she's still working too much. it's still too much. It's also, it's also that, it's also showing whoever she's working for that there need to be there needs to be more people in this position. But of course, there's no budget. You know, she's in a weird spot. But I was telling her, like, fuck that, like, don't work so hard. <laughs> work the hours that you get paid for, and that's it. And then I started thinking about it. It's like, well, it is for like kids, and like you're doing things for these kids that need the help. So it's it's hard to. I I wouldn't be able to sort of rationalize what to or what to prioritize between these kids that actually need help and my own sanity because I would just choose me and I'm not uh, maybe that's not a good quality to have for that position.
1: Well, I mean, that's the way to approach it. It's not a good quality for that position. And a lot of people don't know these things about themselves. They take jobs that they're just not right for. It's like, yeah. I'll do it. And it's like, maybe you shouldn't do that job because it <laughs> right. requires things out of you that you don't want to. Like, I don't want to work more than 40 hours a week. I don't think that's lazy. I think not getting no. not getting overtime and people are putting in 60, 70 hours a week and yeah. the way they talk about it, either they're miserable or they they think they're better. Like, well, I, well, I work a lot. And it's like, I don't think that you should be working so much. If you, look, if you enjoy it, And that's what you're getting out of your life or that's giving you the most satisfaction or purpose. Fine. I'm not going to argue that. But as a person who doesn't want to work over 40 hours a week, sometimes you have to work extra and I'm fine with that. But if it were on a regular basis, I would have a problem with that. And if that's what the job required, instead of fighting it, I'd say, well, you know, this job's not for me. I need to find something else and get out of this. But so many people, for whatever reason, and I look, I know that being unemployed- Maybe
0: they don't have a choice.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of factors that go into it. It's like, are you really going to just quit a job and uh, have no income because it's not a right fit? I don't know. I I mean, I've quit jobs in the past. When I moved to New York, I quit the job at 99X. Uh, Days were limited. I didn't know that at the time. Like if I had stayed around, I had been removed from the night shift, so you know that was motivation, and it was difficult. I wanted to move to New York, but I, I had the night shift, and it was difficult for me to uh, reconcile giving up that job. I was like, "Do I quit this job to move to New York?" So, yeah, in a That'd way, really de- hard to decide. The decision was made for me, but I still had a contract, so I was still employed, and mm-hmm. uh, I just quit. Like I pretty much challenged them. My contract. I think said I was supposed to be doing the night shift. And so I challenged them as like, all right, I have a contract. But I'm not doing the job I was contracted for. So see ya. I'm out of here. And, you know, whatever. A few months later, they flipped the station and got rid of it anyway. But like all things, it is returned. 99X is back in Atlanta <laughs> and apparently, yeah. apparently doing well. Why? It's doing well.
0: Okay. What are they playing?
1: They play... Uh, 90s alternative? <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're playing too much of the new stuff. It's not just 90s. Really? It's playing it
0: like cl- the new nouveau classic rock?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the new classic rock station. It's classic alternative. What is it like our now.
0: classic rock or is it like Nirvana is now classic rock?
1: Well, Nirvana is at this point 30 years old.
0: That's what I'm saying. It's the new classic rock.
1: There was shit in the 90s that 96 Rock would play. There was classic rock. That was 20 years old. You know, it was from before we were born. So it seemed like it was really fucking old. But it wasn't. It's like, oh, Boston. <laughs> More than a feeling. <laughs> My God, what an old song. But it really is catchy. So that's pretty crazy. But they're playing new wave stuff, 80s stuff. It's not just Nirvana hmm. and a bunch of
0: Pearl Jam.
1: I mean, I'm sure that that I don't listen. Weezer. I don't listen. I don't know what's really on there.
0: I feel like I could be a good program director for the new classic rock.
1: You think so, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Why do you say that? I'll make a playlist
0: (laughs) and I'll I'll share it on Amazon. I think it's
1: a little more than making a playlist.
0: Mm, No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Mm, Okay. Is it?
1: Yeah, it's a science. There's a science behind it. Is it
0: a science?
1: Yeah, it's a science. (laughs) Okay. Not everyone can just be a program director. You don't go in on your whims. It's not about your personal taste. You have to take the taste of the masses and somehow reduce that. the masses are stupid. They are. And that's why if you did your own personal playlist, they wouldn't listen. And you'd have a failing (laughs) station. (laughs)
0: I'm going to start my own station.
1: Okay. What's going to be on it? What's it, it
0: called? <laughs> it's going to be awesome 90s.
1: And what does that mean? You're going to play fucking awesome
0: Seal? '90s, Awesome 90s. Uh, uh, it's going to be new classic rock. That's what it is.
1: Awesome 90s new classic. You don't even like that music. You were just mocking all that music.
0: Oh, no, I'm talking about the stuff that was so good. Like when we were growing up.
1: Like what? Presidents God. of the United States of America.
0: I mean, sure. Love, Sad Alone. In a bush.
1: There were better songs in that album, like Naked and Famous, but whatever.
0: Well, Peaches. Yeah, I mean, Peaches,
1: Peaches was, was good. good. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the video was fun. Oh my
0: God, that song. Um, and I promise you, I will bid you well, my sweet angel. So help me, Jesus.
1: Yeah, the So Help Me Jesus hey, song.
0: Hey, give it up to me. What is it? Who is that? It's like a. People used to call. <laughs>
1: they used to call like, can you play So Help Me Jesus? <laughs> Actually, I think is that, it's maybe it's what it's called. I don't even remember what it's called. Is it? No, it's not. It's the no, to- it it's be. it's Toadies, but I can't remember the name to- of the song. I
0: was like, I couldn't remember. I was like something about a swamp.
1: what is the name of that song
0: yeah (laughs) let me call up my my local radio station and sing it and then
1: i'm looking it up and it says it's uh that song was not called (laughs) do you wanna
0: be my angel give it up to me
1: possum kingdom
0: possum kingdom
1: yeah, the internet is shit these days because looking up, you, know, you type in the lyrics, so help me, Jesus. Yeah. And that's what it, like so many places are giving that as the name of the song. It's no. Just, yeah, lyrics freak, soundtrack lyrics, lyrics on demand. They've just, <laughs> all the lyrics, name that hymn. <laughs> I don't <laughs> lyrics mode yeah, you click wow. on these and it says so help me jesus because nobody fucking knows anything and sure it's it's a weird name for the song song awesome facts Kingdom. it takes uh so on the searches here one two three then you got a bunch of fucking video results uh in the video results it does show the correct name Uh, But three, four, five, six, seven. You have to get eight searches down until it (laughs) finally says Possum Kingdom. And that's song facts, which will give you trivia about the song, I guess. But uh, it's about a creepy serial killer, and it's pretty scary. He's luring a victim away. Do you want
0: to die?
1: He's luring a victim away with promises of love and protection. But how she stays young and beautiful if he murders her.
0: <gasps> I love that song
1: Alright there you go There's your
0: Do you wanna die
1: There is your
0: There's my playlist. one song. <laughs> So far I got one
1: You're no Steve Craig You'll never ah, pull it off
0: Steve Craig
1: like, You'll never I could
0: program A station in my sleep
1: Steve and I Smashing
0: Pumpkins 1979 I think Bam the, that's a second song
1: Steve hated me I think for quite a long time Because I didn't respect the music I didn't care
0: yeah, because the music was so annoying.
1: I didn't respect the music. That was a problem I had even here in New York because they launched a 101.9 RxP. It sounded like a guy who worked, <laughs> it on the, worked on the railroad on the imaging. Because what they did when they f-
0: <laughs> Or like a prospector or something.
1: Yeah, when they... <laughs> When they first launched that station, they went on the street and just interviewed people. What's your favorite concert did you ever been to in New York? Uh-huh. And I like there was an organic element to it. I can understand that. But they asked people just to say the radio station's name and then they turned that into imaging and it wasn't even that produced. So in between songs, especially the first year, it, it became a little more uh, polished as time went on. But. There were just people like (laughs) 1019RXP.
0: Hey, give me a chop
1: cheese. 1019RXP. What did they play? That was more of a triple A station. Uh, It played new alternative (laughs) stuff, but it played classic rock, uh, but not even the classic rock, you know, not just the typical 96 rock type classic rock. You'd get into shit like Elvis Costello. uh, Ew. And then, ew.
0: Yeah, Elvis Costello is so boring and he's not interesting at all.
1: He was interesting because he played a show for the radio station and he wanted to play at the Cloud Club because it had this bar that he liked. Like the actual bar itself, the physical bar, yeah. the way it was carved and created. And uh, he's like, yeah, I'll do the show for the radio station, but it's got to be at the Cloud Club. And then people had to tell him, it's like, that place closed down like 20 years ago. <laughs> but but what he end, I don't know who did it. I I honestly think he did this. There may be someone on his team he, he tasked with doing this, but they figured out where the bar was moved because that place Uh-oh. closed down. But there was you know such a beautiful bar. They moved right. it to another bar.
0: <laughs> he just liked the physical bar.
1: Yeah, and he liked the bar okay. itself. I mean, it was a big, <laughs> big bars were real works of art at some sure. point. And so he, I was
0: in a I was in a really nice bar. Um this was a couple of years ago. And it was you could tell like there was so much work put into the physical bar, uh, and it was designed really beautifully and they had all these lights, like the you know, those Edison bulbs, you know, it was a bunch of years ago, so it was like A little less common to see them, you know. Anyway, it was just done so thoughtfully and like purposefully, but then they had a bunch of TVs up at the top, (laughs) like installed into the wall. I was like, man, these TVs really ruin the aesthetic that they're they worked so hard to create with this bar.
1: Man, I know, but people feel like they need TVs these days in order to (sighs) you can do plenty of things with TVs now. Well, the, just to wrap up the Elvis Costello thing, he found—I'm sorry, yeah—he found where the bar actually was moved and then did the show there because he loved this right, bar great. so much.
0: Elvis Costello,
1: I thought that was cool. But anyway, with the TV yeah. thing,
0: okay.
1: uh, you can do so much—not just TVs anymore. You can put Kino up there. <laughs> you can do karaoke lyrics. You can switch trivia.
0: To the, there's like trivia channels. Yeah, you can switch to the big watching. game.
1: I liked bars when they had just had one tube TV in the corner with bad reception. <laughs> Because it added to this element of depression, that was that's what I want <laughs> in my bar.
0: I uh, I want to make a bar like if I had a bar, I would have TVs in it. But I would, um, you know, all the TVs at bars show sports or like news. Or they lately it's been like those sort of. Oh, I'm sorry. What the fuck? Those satisfying channels um, where like people are slicing into slime and stuff you know I'm talking about those weird channels (laughs) have you seen that no okay well they're showing or they're showing like um people baking things and making little creations out of dough or like uh it'll show like puppies being cute there's like a channel that's like almost like watching something on Instagram or TikTok it's like a whole channel for that but anyway if I had a bar I would have a TV that that had all the like I would show Bravo shows It'd be like um, I would uh, get like Housewives of Atlanta season one and just start it, you know, at the beginning of the day and people could watch it. I would have, you know, if you're into the Kardashians, which I'm not, but, you know, I'll, I'll accommodate for people at the bar, you know, put on Kardashians. I would have all that shit instead of like fucking constant. It's like all the TVs and all the bars are made for men.
1: And <laughs> so, uh, yes, for the most part, there was. Yeah. When Project Runway was big, Mary's in East Atlanta would show that. And it was like going to watch a sporting event at the gay bar. But that's different.
0: That's like, that's a gay bar. It's a lesbian bar. And uh, that's an event, right? You're there. And there are some bars that would maybe host a night of like a ladies show, but it's probably not like a regular degular bar. It's probably like a gay bar or a lesbian bar. I'm well, just I was talking at about a bar a regular that, bar.
1: I was at a bar that had too cute on once.
0: That's what I'm saying. They have those channels on sometimes. But I, I'm just saying. And I would I would stock things that chicks like.
1: <laughs> I mean, we're talking about being good at your job. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying this wouldn't work. This could work. I think the radio station would I would make sure we have work. all
0: the seltzers you want. I don't you know? think
1: the radio station thing would work for you. Oh, uh, <laughs> But why you not? have to, well, why? we just had this whole discussion about accepting who you are and what you'd be good at.
0: I would be so good at programming a radio station. I don't know. I don't, I don't.
1: I think you would just approach it where I like this and that's why it's going to work.
0: I mean, I would, but then I would also consider others. Like I said, I would put on the Kardashians.
1: It's an overcompensation. Overcomp- I mean, I'm not talking about the bar, I'm talking about the radio station.
0: But I'm saying I, in that scenario I would you know add <laughs> things for people that <clears throat> things that I don't necessarily like but the people like so okay
1: You also don't respect the music. You mock half I of it. I would
0: respect this music. I'm not saying I could be any program director. I'm saying for my new radio station, the new classic rock station that I'm making, I think I would be really good at it.
1: You got to respect the music.
0: I would include not just you know, I don't think I'm trying to think of a song.
1: Mm-hmm. This impeccable taste of music is really just well, free coming, flowing. I'm
0: coming up with it in the moment. <laughs>
1: it's free flowing. This this knowledge. You're oh, known.
0: what is that song? You got to get what you give. Don't up. I don't like that song.
1: Yeah, but new, I'll include it because it's part radicals. of the new classics,
0: the new radicals. I would. Yeah,
1: it shouldn't be counted as a new classic. It was a band. It's Ninety-eight. With one song. I know, but it wasn't. It was one song from a band that nobody even listened to. Probably would never went to see. Hey, on talk tour. about
0: disrespecting the music. Come on, the people like it. I'm going to include it, I guess. And listen, if it doesn't test well, then I'll take it out.
1: I think all the music should be gone. This is why I left radio. <laughs> you know, discussing knowing when something's not for you, like radio. Fucking blows, which is a shame. And yeah, I didn't respect the music, but I also don't think that's wrong. Maybe it's wrong on a music station, but they don't give you another path to like prepare yourself and get better at being on the air. You can't just really Mm -hmm. jump onto one of the three talk stations that exist in the country. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So you have to start with music radio. And I do think that Leslie. Recognized that and that's why she was relatively supportive, but you had the music purist and look, I have a good relationship with Steve Craig. Now we work together in New York and we became friends. I still think though, if I said, Hey Steve, I'd like to come back to ninety-nine X," he'd say, fuck no, no, <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't ask because it's not, I don't fit there. I don't belong on that station. That station is really focused on the music. Now in the past, it was the music, but it was the lifestyle. It was, you know, Right, the cool – and I, it was it's weird. I think about being in middle school at the time when the 99X popped up and hip-hop culture really dominated alt-rock culture, alternative culture. It existed, um, but I feel like people had to choose one or the other. And I would listen to uh, bands like Green Day and I would get mocked because people, for whatever reason, it had to be either or. And it's like, I like hip-hop. It's like, well, why can't you like both? Like, why why can't you like both that aside? You know, it was a lifestyle that the station was presenting. The music was a big part of that because everyone was cool in those bands. And especially when you're that age, just right. A successful band is like, oh my God, that's so amazing. They just get to go around to get fucked up and play music and have people cheer for them. I, I, I want to be that, but personalities on the station were also important at the time. So, you know, someone like toucher, I don't think he cared about the music that much, but he's had a successful radio career on a talk station. He, Mm. he and rich went to Boston. I don't know how long ago, long time ago. And they're still on the air there, but I do think that's rare. And radio in general doesn't, Present many opportunities for success, (laughs) and even if you do have success, it can go away so fucking quickly. And
0: well, that's the thing; that's why I'm creating my own.
1: I'm gonna do my own. All right. Well, you can create your own. I'm not because also,
0: and I'm gonna I'm gonna merge the you know how we listen to music now because it's not through the radio. You know, it's not. I'm not gonna try and make it like the old days because that's dead and gone. It's going away. It's dying. And people are listening to their like Spotify playlists and stuff. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start my own and it's going to be a mix. It's not going to be traditional. It's not going to have all the like you're listening to fucking. Yeah. In your face. Yeah. On the street. <laughs> it's not going to be that. It's going to be it's going to be smart and clever.
1: OK. Well, you can work on this and you can present something next time we record.
0: And then it's gonna be. I am barely breathing, and I can't find the air. <laughs> yeah,
1: and then then I'll go into Dishwalla. I got it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I hear you. And then live, lightning <gasps> crashes. And, uh,
0: I'm the man in the box. <laughs> That's probably a little too old. When was that?
1: Allison Chains. I was. uh yeah. I, don't, I feel like it was '94.
0: <laughs> oh, was I, it? Made,
1: I made that really crude joke. When Lane Staley died of Allison Chains, and uh, I said he used to sing about the man in the box. Now he is the man in the box.
0: Oh man!
1: People did not like that. I bet. (laughs) I mean, look, I look back on it. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's not very nice.
1: You're just saying. I mean, it was a person. That person had family and friends and a bunch of fans who cared about them, and people were hurt. Yeah, why did he feel a need to be shocking?
0: Well, because you're young and you want to, you had a good joke and you wanted to use it.
1: I say what I want to say. There was one. I time, wouldn't
0: include um, songs like "Genie in a Bottle." That would be outside of what we do.
1: <laughs> Look, I want put it together. Okay. I want a name. A name of the station. Okay. And sample playlist, not just like ten songs. You got to fill a full day, so you oh, need to do some. Re- yeah, yeah, it's a full day. If you're going to program this thing for 24 hours a day every day, one day yeah. is nothing. Now you know why it's a science, why you really have to figure it out. Oh,
0: man, a science. Wow. I'm going to have to get my lab coat and my different colored liquids and different beakers and things. Bubbling needs to occur. Some Maybe some dry ice in there.
1: You mock. You mock. Why is this slack going off? I muted it. That's <laughs> <laughs> because it's the It's a work Hest- day. No, it's the Von Hessler Doctrine. one oh. that's going off, so many slacks. Everyone uses Slack. I can't stand it. I don't even know why we still have email though. If you're going to use Slack, get rid of fucking email. Why do you need Slack and email? I guess slacks for internal. S- Slack is.
0: I don't feel like Slack is very intuitive to look at.
1: Oh, you should see it's the like way I get lost in there. Well, that's the thing. It's for like in the moment conversation. If somebody, right, but sent- that's not how. If somebody sends sure. you a direct message, though, it works the same as email. It's for internal yeah, communication. That's, that's, that makes sense. Anyone who who communicates internally through email is an idiot. I feel as though they should just reach out on Slack. You're right if it's in oh, a yeah, channel. Oh, yeah, it's way too slow. I don't check it half the time. If somebody is going yeah. to write me from outside the organization, then fine. My personal email, I don't even know when I – last time I checked it.
0: Um,
1: Do people the still get alerted?
0: For, the sh- for what?
1: Well, hold your thought on the Slack thing, but uh, okay. do people still get it? email alerts? Like anyone has it on their phone. So anytime they get <laughs> an email, it, it gives you a badge or some shit that would. Yeah, uh, I don't know. There's no fucking way. And and the fact. I have so
0: many things turned off and then so many random things that are on. You know what I mean? Like I get notifications from like Groupon, but I don't get no- notifications for direct messages, you know?
1: Yeah, there was this cool watch that. uh I liked and it was limited edition and they uh, were putting it on sale at like 6am mm-hmm. because it was in the UK or something. So it wasn't 6am. Oh, so there. you got
0: your notifications for that?
1: Well, you signed up for it and <laughs> you got like an a- access link, but they, one, they were allowing people to buy two. Why? When you got 600 something watches, why are you letting people buy two? You should limit it to one per person, but whatever fucking reason they decided uh, two people. So I set an alarm. You could access five minutes before it went on sale. Uh, By the time I got on I woke up because this is five fifty five in the morning, they were all sold out, all fucking gone Ah. already. Ah. So so I, you know, I say, oh, alert me if more pop up and they did what they said they would do, but they sent an email a couple days later, maybe even a week later at uh, like six thirty eight in the morning. Even if I were awake, I wouldn't. I was like, what the fuck?
0: No, you're not checking emails like that. Are people like fucking
1: that? looking at their email nonstop and getting every email that pops up? I would lose my fucking mind. <laughs> so anyway, you were talking about Slack and the fact that uh,
0: oh. the radio
1: show uses it.
0: Yeah, we should not be using it for the way that we use it because it's too hard to like find things in there. I think it what what we're using it for for the show is like show prep. Like here's a here's a huge list of links and here's a huge list of open mics and audio that we're going to use. And that's not, that should just be like in an email or something or like a, a document, not on Slack. Cause I can't, it, if I, if I don't keep up with it, then I have to go back in and like search and find where I left off. And it's, it's confusing. It's like, it's and like it we're just organized trying to use a bit Slack. Better. It's what?
1: It could be organized a bit better.
0: Yeah. I just feel like we started using it because it's like, oh, this is what people do. But it's not really made for that. It's like you said, it's made for um, like back and forth communication, quick little discussions with many people. Not like, here's a ton of information at once yeah. that you have to sort through.
1: It's not an archive and it's not right. searchability. So I don't look sucks. at it as often
0: because <laughs> I'm like, this is so annoying. I'll do it in the moment when I see somebody like once somebody does it, I'll click on it and like, scroll around it but it's too hard to look at i don't like it
1: well it's another thing with the alerts that go off i wonder how many times fucking slack makes its noise at me during that the day da, 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 da. as far as I haven't lost my fucking mind
0: can you change the alert sound
1: i don't want any alert sound but you need to have it on because you need to be alerted because if you're not alerted i don't proactively check things yeah i retroactively it's like oh you need something <laughs> fine Okay, whatever.
0: Okay. Ugh,
1: I got to get ready now. I have to go to Atlanta.
0: Oh, yeah. That's gotta, exciting.
1: Got to go to Atlanta.
0: What a traveler you are. Y-
1: you left. You don't pronounce it correctly anymore. Ad- <laughs> Atlanta. 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 I mean, that's the way I actually say it. I don't over enunciate it.
0: Atlanta. Atlanta. But-
1: I know, so much travel. I went to Dallas over the weekend for one baseball game, World Series game at the big barn. Uh, the the so uh Texas Rangers stadium. It's the ugliest fucking thing on the outside. It's very nice on the inside, but the outside it looks like a fucking barn or a grill top or something.
0: Really? Like a, like a like gas a barn?
1: Gr- yeah, look up Texas Rangers what is it called? Sun Field. No, a Safe Something. What the fuck is the name of the stadium?
0: Is it just baseball? It's baseball? Baseball. Yeah,
1: it's just a baseball. Globe Life Field.
0: Globe <laughs> I hate these new names.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of money. <clears throat> Sponsorship.
0: Ew, it is ugly. It looks like an airport terminal.
1: Yeah, see, it's like a barn. I, yeah,
0: it's like a barn. What are they trying to like? keep up with some aesthetic of texas or something
1: yeah i don't know what the idea was ben but it's very nice on yeah. the inside dallas in general boring place not much going on for a that's city that's third fourth now fourth new york's most populous then la then chicago i don't know it's high up on the list though in terms of population it was fucking dead there's really? like nothing going on no one on the streets and it's you know it's like atlanta well, is, it all which, ca- is
0: it all cars
1: Yes, it's very car centric and it's very yeah. spread out. But even the areas where you think there'd be cars, there weren't cars. There wasn't much going on. Hmm. And that's why it's like, what What do you do when you're in Dallas? Well, you go see where JFK was killed. That's what you do. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> That's
1: that's one of the most alluring things.
0: Yeah. And you go up to and the sixth if floor. Maybe you're into the Cowboys or something, you go experience, you go uh, find some things for that. I don't know.
1: Man, the Cowboys are big, but uh went to the sixth floor of the history? book Depository. That's what I did, history. I went and saw yeah. where...
0: Is there any other history there? This was like a, the uh, like when they took over and like they kicked people who lived there before, like the Mexicans, and they forced them out.
1: Well, I don't think they would have been Mexicans at that point. The natives. Well, they were. But they they were uh, I mean, Mexi- No,
0: Mexico used to be bigger.
1: I know it used to be bigger. I I I. I Okay, yes, you're right in the in the fact that Texas kicked Mexicans out. I was just thinking like long ago and uh before Mexico oh, even see. existed, so yeah, not that calling people Mexican. I, was like, I don't know if that <laughs> really fits that time period, but sure,
0: what would they be called before it was Mexico?
1: I guess I mean, look when when Texas got into those battles, yeah, at a war Were yeah, they just was,
0: Native Americans
1: No, that was you're right no, you're right. That was Mexico at that point, okay. They won their independence from, <laughs> from who? I don't know, stealing the land. I don't know the history of Texas. I don't necessarily care to know. The biggest state. I don't either, we're the, really. We're the biggest in Alaska. Wow. They get, they get pissed. It's like Alaska's Everything's
0: bigger. Everything's bigger in Texas. <laughs> Here, Texas.
1: So we didn't even play Australia the theme. Australia
0: for beer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we didn't even play the theme. Whatever. No. Well, I'm, not, I'm in a different computer right now, anyway, so I didn't have access. Oh, good. To the, okay. They've all just open the show. I've mean, never even officially introduced the show. It doesn't matter. I'm not even going to play it a theme matter. out. I'm not even playing a theme out. This is just going to be all right. Don't do like it. This. What,
0: what? 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 do we got to do? All
1: right, that's enough. Bye.
0: Play Duncan Cheek. I am barely.